Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's episode, we're joined by three former teammates and current Boston runners, Sarah Pagano, Molly Malone, and Angelica Peck. Sarah represents the BAA, and Molly and Angelica run for Tracksmith Hair AC. It was great to sit down with them and to talk about what it was like to run for Syracuse University, how running in Boston compares, and to do a lot of giggling. We're going on the road a few times in the next few weeks, but we'll be back in the track house for next Friday's episode. Until then, I've been David Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth. Shoes off, cans on, let's do it. Okay. Welcome to Run Your Mouth, long run talk for long talking runners. I'm your host, David Melly, and I'm here with three uh, very understanding guests this morning, as I was a little late, uh, with Sarah Pagano, Molly Malone, and Angelica Peck of uh, Tracksmith Hair AC and the Boston Athletic Association. Um, welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, you also are all college teammates, yeah. graduates of Syracuse University, uh, the orange men slash the orange women. Can we get into that first? So, it's is, just the orange now. It's just oh, the orange. Yeah. yeah. Did they change that recently? I don't know when they changed it, but I think before I went to school, there. yeah, just straight orange. So like, go orange is the appropriate. Yeah. 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 The Syracuse okay. orange. I kind of like orange women, though, because I think that's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also unclear whether it's a color or, like, if you're into oranges. Anyways, it, I did a whole thing in my head, but... It's always been unclear. Yeah. 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 Even um, Otto, I'm not sure he's an... Is he an actual I'm orange? Sure he's a representation of the color. Okay. Because he's a fuzzy... I don't think he's an orange. I he's think just he's a just orange the color. a buzzball. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, though. Love him. Yeah. Is Otto the... Uh, the mascot. mascot. I see. And he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, wonderful. Well, speaking of collegiate running, we have NCAA's coming up this weekend. Um, are there any? And well, Justin Knight is competing for for Syracuse, and, and Philo, is Philo competing too? Does anyone know? Um, I, I only know. really know I the men's side. I don't know if Philo's competing. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but the any anyone on the women's side for Syracuse? Yeah, we have a five k. Paige Stoner, so she's running really well. This indoors, so looking forward mm-hmm. to see what she can do. Oh, great! That'll be good. The 5K is always uh, an adventure. Yeah. Um, and, and anything else you're looking forward to from from NCAA's that we should keep an eye on? Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some of the distance events, the 3K and 5K, just so, like who on the women's side. I think they'll both be really interesting races and the mile. So. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it's always fun to watch Justin race. Yeah, for sure. He's a fun. He's a fun person to watch. His form is so smooth and nice. I always get very uh, jealous of that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, speaking of championships, I guess um, a couple of us were at Club Nats this winter. You had a pretty good race, I would say. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was great. Um, I, I love cross country, so I feel like it always brings me back to my Q's days, and 
now, like after college, it's kind of more rare you get to run these cross-country races, so it always brings me back, especially because it was snowing and freezing cold, so it was kind of like those cute days all over again. Um, but it was a really fun race, and it felt great, so it was, I, was, I was really happy with it. It's very cross-country, cross-country. <laughs> yeah, the truest of it all. <laughs> Molly yeah. was, was there shooting the squad. I was there shooting, and it was very, very, very cold. I even even for Syracuse I was like like yeah. you couldn't I was I couldn't believe people were wearing shorts or short sleeves. It was yeah. like baffling. I, I had never worn more than I had I never raced in gloves I don't think and I had to wear gloves and those little hand warmers in it and I yeah. assumed I would take them off at some point and I was just never gonna do that. It was so insane. cold. <laughs> the ground was like frozen. It was, there's yeah. a great photo of like me at the finish when like the snow is just starting to like, because yeah. the women were before the men, yeah. so like the snow really picked up after you guys went, and so there's a, yeah, for sure. I got my cool like snowy oh, photo yeah. finish. Those were good pictures <laughs> when the guys were finishing. Those got were good it, pictures. Got to Instagram mm -hmm. that one. What did you think of Lexington? It was, it was cool. Um, I, I really liked it. It was a fun time. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. We was, stayed in this like you were there. It was like a development of a house, like a shell of a house. It was kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, interesting Airbnb setup for sure. Yeah. But it's a cool city. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, oh, I have FOMO now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe now the past. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah, you got it. For some reason, I thought that you were there, and then I looked back at the photos. And I was like, oh, Joey wasn't there. <laughs> I honestly texted Lewis maybe the week of, and I was like, hey. Can I still go? <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, we all the slots are filled." So Very like, expensive flight. Yeah. Um, well, what are you all? What are you all doing next? You guys are both racing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Rana, um, Aaron, on Sunday. Me and Molly. Yeah, and I'll be there cheering. Yeah, yeah. It's a good race to cheer for because it's in the middle of Somerville and they have a bar crawl afterwards. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. what are you doing next? Um, I'm doing a road race in New Orleans next, um, the end of March, so looking forward to that, and then moving on to outdoor track, so. Sweet. But any, uh, BAA events for you? Are you going to do the 5K this year? Yeah, I'm going to do the 5K. Uh, looking forward to that. It's a great weekend here in Boston, so always, well, not quite moving up to the marathon yet, but 5K is just my sweet spot for now, so. Nice. It's the most fun. Are you, either of you doing the 5K? No. Not that I'm aware of. You were in Boston last year, right? No? Like, like physically in, here? Yeah, or, or like, like physically in the city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't race anything. Yeah, it's the best weekend ever. It's like... It's like the most stressful weekend ever. <laughs> that too, yes. <laughs> I did, when I was in high school, I did the road mile. The, like, oh, the high yeah. school I grew up on the course and like... Um, it was, that's like still to this day one of the most fun races I've ever done. The big screen they have set up oh, for the yeah. marathon. Oh. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. And the 5k is so fun to cheer for. Anytime you get just like everyone in town, it's always mm -hmm. just like a good weekend. Yeah. And then it's nice and warm and you feel bad for the runners, but you're like, I'm glad that it's 70 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of travel, you're also in Edinburgh. I was in Edinburgh, not this past year, but the two years before, um, so I got to, since I placed in, I forget, top six or something at Club Cross, I got to go to Scotland um, and represent the U.S., which is, is really awesome. It's one of my favorite things about 
running is being able to travel and see new places. So Edinburgh is such a great city. Um, and just that meet in general is like, talk about true cross country. It's like you have to jump over like these little streams and rivers and it's just absolutely insane and always like pouring rain. So it's, it's, it's a fun time too. Real cross country. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the best worst. Best worst ever. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. I actually in high school had like a random course that we had to jump over a stream. It's the, like, it's the best. They're like, what, how do we even do this? I'm just gonna go. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, steeplechase. Yeah. As a steeplechaser, you should have been well prepared for. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I was more prepared than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of your your high school college days, were you so you two are the Molly and and Jelly are the same class, right? No, no, I was 2000, well, I entered college 2010. 2010. I think we're all a year apart. All a year apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's the oldest? I am. Sarah? Mm -hmm. And then me and, and then Jill. Really oh, got it. Yeah. So were you, did you ever live together? Sarah Mom and I lived together for a year. Yeah. Who is more difficult to live with? I don't think either of us were. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty, uh... I think we were pretty good. Yeah, we were pretty yeah, good at living nice together. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got broken into. You guys have a, so. like, teen mm -hmm. house? We had a couple, like, I mean, there's the team was too big to all cram into one house, but Jelly's class had, like, an entire house. Yeah, my class was big, I, one of the biggest classes. We had eight in our class, so by the time we had a house, we had the whole house. So there's three apartments, and then we just had all three apartments. Yeah. That was fun. It's fun. And you still, you still live with Syracuse runners, too. Yeah, so I can't have been too bad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Jess Peterson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Previous co-host. And Michelle Riley, who also was mid-distance at Syracuse. I think that's, so, yeah. that's probably one of the things I miss most about college is like being that like almost overexposure to your teammates of like yeah. morning, noon, and night being with them. And yeah. it's like, it drives you crazy sometimes, but then other times it's yeah. like the best thing ever. So Ken Ross is not like that? Yeah. Ken Ross is like that. <laughs> and that's why, and that's why I like living in Ken Ross. Yeah. And like, I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but like, I, I lived in a house of nine people in college. And so I like came to Boston. I was like, oh, four person apartment. It's nice and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much space. <laughs> is, so was Syracuse training different from what you're doing now? Similar? How has the, the transition to post-grad running been? Any Ollie? <laughs> uh, less stressful. <laughs> yeah, much less stressful. Um, now or then? Now. Now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really not stressful. <laughs> I'm getting ready for this 5K. Um, a lot less stressful, but I think training is pretty similar. I just do, Lewis gives me training, and I like his training a lot, so it's it works well for me, but... Yeah, same. I mean, in college, we didn't really have a middle distance program, so I was kind of always the odd man out for a lot of workouts. You were the middle distance program. Uh, so I was the middle distance program. <laughs> and Michelle. We and Michelle. Um, so a lot of the time, I would jump in the workouts with everyone else, all the distance girls, but have it be, like, a little bit modified. Um, so I've been doing, like, I guess shorter, faster stuff now, which is more akin to what I want to be racing so yeah it's been nice to be more in control of of my workouts and stuff it's a lot less stressful and like I'm still in school and working so it's been 
it's been nice to be like, oh, well, I'm just not going to run today. <laughs> and that's okay. Flexibility yeah. is always yeah. uh, good and bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Training life balance is yeah. a lot better post-grad. But I guess it would be different for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, now Sarah. Uh, now Sarah talk. <laughs> uh, but I think for me, the Syracuse training was a really good like transition. Or, I mean, as I transitioned here, it, it set me up well. Um, to post-collegiate running, so I was really happy that, like, as my years moved on to Q's, like, my mileage moved up, and but I think it was in a good way instead of just, like, all of a sudden at once. It was a it was a gradual build-up, so it allowed me to continue success and like move forward. Um, so, um, but but very similar in terms of um, mindset. I like I like that long training and tempos and stuff, so that's... that's I don't, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand that. We're the opposite here. How yeah. do you feel about your post-collegiate Well, training? I'm still with my current, my college coach. Oh, okay. so oh you are. It's very similar. I, I miss having, like, a team mm -hmm. around, um, and I, but I, we have good, like, we're, we're pretty good about, like, meeting out for workouts and stuff, like, there's a lot of cross-pollination of running clubs in Boston, so, yeah. Yeah. like, heartbreaker people, track some people, always have a good, um, you know, someone's always around to do party or workout with you, do yeah. your whole workout with you, and, and it works out well for everybody. Yeah. Are you, and you're actually, one of your teammates, training partners, is my college teammate, Katie. Oh yeah, she's so, my roommate. Yeah, there you go. Is, uh, so, We're all connected somehow. Yeah. Everyone, it's, running is a yeah. small, small world. Yeah. <laughs> It's never too, no one's ever too uh, far separated from one another. Yeah. That was actually one of the, I was thinking about it, and I, I think there's a level of nerdiness that probably, for better or for worse, I wouldn't necessarily uh, invest in you guys, but I had the idea for a game of like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but running, where like you say a professional runner, and then you're just like, think of the people you know until you oh, get yeah. to them. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like, yeah. we both know the same person. We hung out last week. Yeah. <laughs> the one degree of separation. Yeah. Right next to me. Do you know everyone in the running world? Ooh, no, not really, but I probably know someone who knows someone, so there yeah. we go. Yeah. Two degrees. I, I had, I, I'm sure you guys have had this experience of like the small world. Oh yeah. Like, but I realized actually literally just this week. Jeff Silas, who's a tracksmith runner um, as well, who I, is one of my like training partners now, we realized that two years ago, I think, we're from, well, my parents live in his area of Philadelphia now, and we realized that I definitely went and bought something from the running store that he worked at and talked to him <laughs> two years ago. Oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. We were talking about it, I was like, yeah, I was in Bryn Mawr Running Co, and like, there was a guy there who was like, I think also a steepler and in college somewhere, and he's like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he remember? He didn't remember that it was me, okay. but once I like, was telling the story, he was like, oh, I remember that, because okay. it was me. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, that's so are, are you still, are you with Terrence running your training now, or um, how is that working? That's yeah, so we're kind of in the transition right now. Um, Terrence left in December, um, went back to California, and we're getting our new coaches coming this week, so looking forward to working with him, um, Ricardo Santos, so he used to coach at Iona. So oh, great. Looking forward to that. That's exciting. Big, uh, this is a scoop, run your mouth scoop right here, exclusive <laughs> news. But oh I've known about this. Come on. 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I like to think that we're, we're first to the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. And, and so none of you are from Boston. Correct. Yeah. Nope. But you're all here now. Yes. So, yes. like, if you want to, you know, show a little bit, what made you choose here as the, the place to be post-grad? Oh, I think I've just been following Sarah and Molly. <laughs> Sarah that's hosted, a, good, that's yeah. a good reason. Sarah hosted me on my Syracuse visit, and it was probably, like, the best, obviously the best visit I had because I went there. Um, Wait, hold on. Put a pen in this. Sarah, what was Jelly Like's room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember really liking her because I remember being so exhausted. I think we did like everything <clears throat> all day, and then <clears throat> it got to be like four o'clock, and I was like, "Hey, how do you feel about taking a nap?" And she was, like, yes. Like, <laughs> so we all just like crashed for like three, two hours before dinner. So it was awesome. It was awesome. I woke up to, they were making homemade pizza, and I was like, I'm not making your <laughs> Where are the papers I'm going to sign right now? <laughs> so I, I really appreciated having her as a recruit, and then pumped that she came, so. I was like, I'm, all my recruits are taking naps now, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Put your recruits down. It's like a nap. test. <laughs> nap time. Yeah. Molly, what was your first impression of Jelly? Uh, Do you remember? I think I'm met Jelly at like a, a, a party during the summer yeah um, like right before everyone moved in like I think you must have moved in were you doing the first I was just like visiting I came to visit Katie Kincaid because we're both from Pennsylvania and that's where I met Jess too because they were doing summer it's like summer start I guess is like the pre um freshman year thing um so I yeah. went and visited them and stayed with them for like I don't know a weekend or something yeah and then I met Molly yeah and I remember you, um, you were eating pizza or something, oh. or you were like I'm getting sensing pizza. a recurring thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah not much <laughs> Yeah. The secret to Syracuse is success. It's yeah. Pizza all the time. Pizza and naps. <laughs> I um, um, someone was being mean to me. I just yeah. remember, and Molly stuck up for me, and I was like, Aww. I like her. Like we didn't even know each other. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're friends. No. Molly's a good person to be sticking up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Tough. You want to keep her? Right <laughs> yeah. She's pretty tough, and her all black. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have. I. I love having that. It's very confrontational to do this on like. like <laughs> I, when I first met Molly, I was like very scared that she did not like me. I oh really? Like, yeah. <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> you didn't do anything, but you're just like such like you have that like badass like calling it like it is like vibe, and I'm just like a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think sometimes I like I'm always a little conscious. I was like, oh, I really hope she likes me. <laughs> I know. love you. Yes. <laughs> don't worry. You don't have to just say that because it's recording. <laughs> I no, was nervous when I met you that you didn't like me. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. I just thought you did it. See, I feel like knowing me now, you should know that like if I didn't like you, it would have been very yeah. clear. Yeah. Now, now I know that. But I think when I first met you, I was like, oh, I don't know if he was just being nice. Like, I just couldn't tell. I think I definitely liked you right off the bat because we, we have a similar thing, I think, of like always saying the thing. Like we're not big filter people, yeah. And I and I like the, I like when other people are like that because it just makes it easier for conversations to be yeah. like, oh yeah, you want to talk about this uncomfortable thing? Yeah. I, talk about it. I don't feel uncomfortable to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there. Did you have a well? Since we're all going around the circle, did you guys have first impressions of Sarah that you wanted to share aside from you know being a good host? Sarah fed me all weekend, and like we hung out with I think like Aaron Colley and Rob and. Maddie Bennett. Um, it was just so fun. I just I liked Sarah immediately. 
And then I liked Molly yeah. immediately. Yeah. And I liked you immediately. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're just an easy person to you know, get along with. That's the... <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. it says something if I don't like somebody. Yeah. I remember my first impression of Sarah was you were like... It was like you were captain of the team, but we weren't the captain yet. Like, you just had, like, the feeling of, like, you're the leader, kind of. Yeah. That was, like, my first impression of you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that, that, not to delve into what is sometimes uncomfortable territory, but um, the recurring theme of pizza, I think, you know... There's definitely I'll take this one. <laughs> on, well on some on some women's teams there's a very different culture around food and I think it sounds like yeah. that Syracuse correct me if I'm wrong had had a healthier attitude about that which is I think definitely Sarah being a leader on the team set a really good example yeah um, at least like I said she fed me the whole weekend <laughs> <laughs> to very much a balance of um, doing what you're supposed to be doing but not going overboard. Yeah, like everything in moderation. Yeah, it's hard, uh, uh, you know, and it's it's always hard to know where to draw the line, but it's important yeah. to remember that like, cult team culture is such a driver of things like that, and yeah, it's great to to hear that. Hopefully, that worked yeah. out well for you guys. Yeah, I think that's a tough thing in in uh, collegiate sports in general, and just like women's teams. But I think it's like really important. It mm -hmm. sets a tone for the whole like attitude and, and everything about the team. So I think I, I tried to be a good example of that. And I think, you know, yeah. it, there's always, it's always tough, but I think it's, like I said, a really important aspect of performance and just general happiness and stuff. Yeah. We used to have dessert parties. Um, yeah. And like, I just remember one time I took a recruit to one of our dessert parties and she didn't eat anything. And one of the other um, seniors who was actually older than Sarah at the time took me aside and was like, why isn't your recruit eating any dessert? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I think just balance in general is, is yeah. Really important. Yeah. Well, what would you have at these dessert parties? Oh, everything. Everything. <laughs> um, like people would try and make healthy desserts. Some people would make like super... Yeah. Unhealthy desserts and then like yeah. a good balance of yeah. Just a yeah. good way to get together. I think we all just wanted to hang out. Yeah, yeah. We, we would do brunch too. Yeah, yeah. brunch yeah. was a big thing. Like everyone would make something and then brunch is still a just, big thing. Brunch is yeah, yeah. brunch is yeah. always yeah. a thing. Let's be yeah. real, but <laughs> it was just a fun, a fun activity. For yeah, us. I never <laughs> used to make anything for those parties. I would like buy like a jug of tea or something and be like, I brought some tea. Like, or I would like hop on whoever I was living with. I remember Aaron was baking something, like some oatmeal, like crisp thing. And I was like, can I say that I helped you make that? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, just like sprinkle some stuff on it. You helped, yeah. I helped, yeah. That's like, Beth used to make this crumble and even I just made it and I texted her. Beth is my best friend and roommate. Um, she would make this crumble that was like, I don't know, peaches and raspberries and stuff. And I'd just be like, yeah, we baked it together. <laughs> That's, uh, Lewis, that so Lewis often does that as yeah. well. He helps me uh, bake the Kinross baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> to see Lewis's face now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mostly just eat the Kit Ross baked goods. That's what I, you know, he's a very supportive, because, you know, I, I like baking. I, I enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm honestly not a particularly creative or inventive cook, but I, I do enjoy baking. I think um, I'm the opposite of you. Oh, really? Not a big baker? 
Well, I like baking, but I prefer like being creative, like cooking. Like. Do you yeah, you were always cooking when yeah, we, you, when we like, lived together. Yeah. Do you cook Still, for yourself, uh, like most nights here? Yeah, I, I love cooking, so it's like, and I have a lot of time to be able to dedicate to it, so I feel like I, I feel lucky in that, so. Nice. Any good dinners recently you can recommend? Just made some lamb meatballs, some like Greek meal the other night, so that was not that was really good. That does sound but, really good. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm creative. It's like <laughs> I have the same thing for dinner like three nights a week. <laughs> I eat mac and cheese like nearly every single night. Yeah. <laughs> mac and cheese or a frozen pizza. That's. I like cooking, but I have to like. Um, I think I would benefit from maybe like taking a class or something <laughs> to like hey, get more creative. I'll teach you. Okay, I'll so, set up a class. Are you offering? Yeah, yeah. I'll sign up. Because <laughs> I'll like follow a recipe to the T because I don't know how to um, like improvise. Uh, deviate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to improvise. I'm like, oh, I for have me, to do this. For me, it's always like I'll go to the grocery store and I want to get new things and then it just goes back to like, I just need like the exact food that's going to get me through the next week. Yeah. So, yeah. With, uh, Convenience too. Yeah. yeah. Well, totally got derailed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back to the yeah, why, the why boss, that's the whole point. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so why Boston? Um, for me, I was, well, I was trying to decide what I was going to do after college, and it was kind of debating between school and then running it in general. <clears throat> and I came up and met with um, one of my teammates, Katie Matthews, and my, co uh, my coach, who actually just left, um, and ended up deciding to come here and, and uh, putting off school for a bit. Um, and so it's kind of lucky that I chose here. I didn't really know much about Boston itself, but um, ended up being obviously such a great running community, and I really feel lucky to be here. Um, everyone, you know, it's pretty cool that we have a lot of people now from Q's. I actually lived with one of our old teammates, um, Margo Malone, for a bit. She actually just moved away, but another Syracuse connection. Um, so it's just like very comforting to have people so involved in the sport and um, connected from, from past. Yeah, definitely. I think that's kind of what I thought. I was just like, all my friends live there. So <laughs> I'm going to move there. That's I'm a legitimate, there. yeah. yeah hey, why not? I've dragged some Cornell people here in the past couple of years, and I like to think it was a good influence on them. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, not a lot of cute men. Here, I don't think that I can no. think of like a lot of cute girls. A lot of cute women. Yeah, but it's a cool spot too. Like <clears throat> Boston in general, a lot of people come through and visit, and I feel like I've seen a lot of people from cues or yeah. And literally on Sunday, I ran into Philo before his mile at IBC Forest. Like I was doing my long run, and I was like, "Hey," <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Yeah. living in Syracuse, yeah. people don't really come through Syracuse, like people yeah. are like, oh yeah, I'll come visit, but no one's really going to come yeah. to New York. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool here, like people are here for business trips or just passing yeah. through visiting people, so it's, it's a great spot for obviously yeah. seeing old friends and, and meeting up with people, so. And nice hug. Yeah, and watching races at BU and yeah. stuff, it's like people are always coming yeah. through. It's exactly. always around. Yeah. It's the, I think the if you capture Boston in a nutshell, it's being on a run and being like, oh hey! Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Why did you choose Boston? Uh, I grew up here. Well, oh, yeah, so yeah, but my yeah, parents yeah. aren't here though, but so actually it was like a conscious choice. My parents moved to Philadelphia when I was in college, and 
um, I wanted to come back here just because I've always loved, I want, as much as I wanted to go away for college, cause it's like, oh, you want to, like, experience something new, like, mm-hmm. not just always be in the same place. I also really wanted to come back because I love, I love Boston. I'm like, kind of, a, I'm a city person. I'm like, not like, I don't love New York. So, and I don't like, I like being, I have, I still have some like extended family here and, and it's nice to be sort of concentrated on the East coast to not quite mm-hmm. like everything's a drive away. You can go anywhere for a weekend and not feel like, you know, you're sort of like marooned off. My mom's from Syracuse, so I know oh. all too well the, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, uh, actually right up the road from you, because she went, she went to Liverpool. Oh, yeah. So, just right up the road from FM. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. And you, do you went, so you did the opposite of me, is you went super close to home and then, and then went away after. Yeah, I didn't plan for that to happen. Um, it just, like, my official visit at Syracuse just was a good one, and I was kind of putting running at like the top priority for my schools um, with uh, like a good art or design program next best thing. Uh, So Syracuse had an amazing design program and I really liked Coach Fox and I really liked the team and I like snow so I was like (laughs) I guess I'll stay. Um, I, I never like consciously tried to stay close to home. Um, it just happens that way. That might be a first. I don't think anyone has ever like, ah, oh, I picked upstate New York for the snow. Oh, I love snow. <laughs> I love yeah. snow I love like insane weather. I think it's like fun and an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it's an adventure. Yeah, it's an adventure. If I never had to run in it, I feel like I would like it a lot oh, better. Yeah. Yeah. The one time that I've hated Syracuse winter was I got surgery on both my hips freshman year and I had to crutch my way to the dining halls in the snow because I got them done in uh, December, November, and January. And those were like the worst, longest walk. It was like a quarter mile to get to the dining hall. (laughs) It was like the longest death march ever. And then I would get there with my crutches and not be able to like carry a tray or like get myself food. So I'd be like, well, I'm just going to sit down and cry. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. But I, other than that, I really like the snow. <laughs> I have only, knock on wood, ever been on crutches for like two weeks out of my entire life. But it was the worst two weeks of yeah. my life. It's it's so awful. It's, yeah, it's terrible in the winter. but It's terrible all, all year round. All year round, but yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. Are you burrito people, collectively? I What's am. The, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place to get a burrito in Boston? I don't know very many places, very many burrito places in Boston, but I live in the North End, so I was joking with Sarah before. Um, if I like went to get a burrito, it would just be a calzone. <laughs> Best calzone place in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely an El Pilon fan. Uh, definitely the El Guapo, my favorite. The plantains in there, you just can't beat it for me. That's a good one. That's a good call. I'm a uh, Chipotle fan, <laughs> and I don't really stray from that. Chipotle is, I feel like, a weirdly controversial answer these days, because I feel like people are, like, mm-hmm. moving away. Like, yeah, I feel like five years ago, long. everyone's yeah. like, Chipotle, and now everyone's like, fuck Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Or Moe's. We used to do Moe's Monday oh. at Syracuse, where they had, like, $5 bowls or burritos on Monday. Everyone would go right from practice. It was ridiculous because the line was always out the, out the door. door. Yeah, we had one guy that would time the line every time. Oh yeah, because you like get it for free if the line is 
Yeah, like, so he would be like, or well, it's 37 minutes today, and then he would get a free burger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legitimate move. That's awesome. I would wait 37 minutes for a free bowl. <laughs> yeah. But we would do it every Monday. It didn't matter. An hour, whatever it was, we just waited. Yeah, because the, the chips were, like, unlimited, the drinks were unlimited, the and salsa. the salsa. Great yeah. deal. It was a great oh, deal. I think they upped the price since then. But Probably. I always liked... Yeah, they realized they were losing money every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the Syracuse restaurant. Well, that's yeah. always the appeal of Chipotle is you get a lot of food. Like, you yeah. get a big yeah. burrito in Chipotle. It's always... Yeah. My, my thing is, like, it's not necessarily the highest quality burrito, yeah. but if you're hungry, it's, like, yeah. a good investment. And you know what you're getting. That's true. Yeah. It's a standard. Yeah. I just ate a Chipotle burrito yesterday before my workout. <laughs> How did your workout go? <laughs> well, it was actually a lot better than I thought it would be. But yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> I feel I like say you do that a lot. Like, what? Oh, well, a lot of workouts you'll get here and be like, I just ate a burrito. <laughs> I just started working um, motion stretch studio down the street from Tracksmith. Gotta get the plug in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plug it. Um, but I, I just like lost track of time and didn't eat, and I was like, well, I have to eat something before my workout or I'm gonna pass out. So I chose a burrito. That's smart, the biggest though. thing. <laughs> yeah. I had a teammate in high school who would always drink a glass of chocolate milk before runs oh, as yeah. like resistance training. Like it's like if you practice like like Torturing drinking. <laughs> it's like because. You're talking about eating before workouts, yeah. so now you're used to eating before workouts, and so it's like, you know, you go into race day, and it's like, no matter what happens, like, you'll be ready, because, yeah, like, yeah. you're resilient, you know, it's like, you don't, if you're so used to, like, being, like, on, like, a very narrow range of, like, feeling acceptably good, it's, like, mm -hmm. a lot harder to, like, deal with, like, roll with the punches. Yeah, that's true. I guess it's true. I think, um, I'm gonna butcher this quote, I guess, but... In the, I think of the Syracuse newspaper or something, one of our older male teammates was being interviewed and said, like, if you can, um, like, have a good day even on a bad day, or, like, make a bad day a good day, something like that, like, then you'll always have, like, you'll always be able to race fine. Yeah. No, that's definitely yeah. true. It's like, I think, and I think that you see that a lot, like, the most successful professional runners, it's like, you know, no one uh, no one is always on their game, but if your range between like your best and your worst is a small range, it looks like you just are always consistent. Yeah. Which is obviously something to aspire to. <laughs> but I feel like I should say too, also one of the best burritos in Syracuse is from Alto Cinco. Mm. Just went back this weekend, yeah. Cuse. I've never been. I had, had to hit up that Alto Cinco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so Obviously, I went to school in upstate New York, and a lot of my teammates were from upstate New York. For them, the, the draw of Syracuse was always dinosaur barbecue. Or yeah, I feel like that's a big out of town thing. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like a tourist. Like they would go there. Yeah, they would go there as a destination. It never quite appealed to me. I'm not the biggest barbecue person in general. Yeah. Didn't seem like it worth an hour drive. That's for it sure. It was really good, but. Yeah, not my favorite. I would say there's better. There's better places. Like yeah. Alto Cinco is, I think, one of our favorite. Yeah. Places to go or um, possibilities. Yeah, and now they sell the possibility sauce like at all Wegmans, so you yeah. can get it around here. Spicy sauce. Yeah. Spicy sauce. Yeah. I am a Wegmans loyalist. That's for sure. That's been the, the <laughs> upstate Wegmans. thing that has got to stay, stay true to Wegmans. I love it. Well, yeah. now they have one like it's in Chestnut Hill, so it's yeah. like not that far away from my apartment. So that's pretty far from me. <laughs> 
What did you say? It's yeah, it's far from you. But worth the trip. You yeah, know? it yeah. might be worth the trip, especially for the pasta, the spicy pasta sauce. Do you have a car? No. Do any of you have a car? I don't think I do. You do? Yeah. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, Toyota RAV4, 2003. Wow, the same one? Yeah. With the big sticker on the back? Yep. What is the sticker? We actually it's all like took a, a drive to oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Louisville. No, no, Terre Haute. Terre, Terre, Haute. Terre Haute. We drove. We, uh, my fifth year, I didn't have cross country, and I, we all eligibility, so we drove to watch nationals in the same car. And, and it was like... Still alive. Like, a crazy, terrible blizzard on the way home. <laughs> and That's always fun. Oh man! Wait, the way home, I drove like ten of the thirteen hours yeah, on so the way it, home. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Like, um, because we were driving, me and Jess were driving in a snowstorm to Cuse, but I told her the story how you drove for like five hours, and then it was my turn to drive. I think it was like two in the morning, and yeah. I was so exhausted. But I get in the behind the wheel. And we get like I swear one exit. I was like, Mal, you have to, you have to drive again. I'm gonna fall asleep. This is terrible. But she did it. She's a real trooper. It was terrifying. Like it was. Really you scary. couldn't see like five feet in front of the car. It was snowing so hard, and like yeah. eighteen wheelers would like fly by us. But like you couldn't even see them coming. Yeah. And I was just like white knuckles on the <laughs> steering wheel. Like don't kill everyone in the car. Yeah, yeah. it oh was one God. of those it's things terrible. where we had to drive. The 15 hours, but we had to beat the storm, otherwise we were going to be stuck in the middle of nowhere for yeah. like three days, because it was yeah. like a blizzard. It we was did. crazy. We drove back, <laughs> I think it was from pre-Nats and not NCAAs, but we did the, a similar thing of, I think we were supposed to stop, we were like in the Sprinter van, and we were supposed to stop in like Ohio or something, and our coach is just like, you know what, let's just do it, let's just make the trip back in one, like we have time to do it, which seems like a good idea, like five hours in, you hit like yeah. ten hours in, you're like, I regret it. It was like, <laughs> Also snowing, it was horrible. It was he was super tired. I think the as we were like getting through upstate New York just to like keep anything going, we just like started blasting. Like we blast like Kesha and like In Sync, like whatever, yeah. just like the boppiest music possible, just to be like we can't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, there was no way I was gonna fall. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like the adrenaline was pumping. I was like. You couldn't see anything. I think I told Molly, like, let me know if you need me to drive. And then two minutes later, it was passed out. Was like, <laughs> I, yeah. I've done a lot of a lot of Boston to Ithaca, or Ithaca to Boston drives that have been not the most safe sleep-wise. Yeah. yeah. I was in, like, right when I got out of college, I was, like, in a relationship with someone still on the team. And so, like, I was making that drive a lot. And there was a lot of, like... Sunday night, like, yeah. leave at 10, get in at 3. It was yeah. not yeah. the, the s smartest decision yeah. I've ever made. It's always <laughs> the best decision, though, traffic-wise, to, like, leave yeah. Yeah. later or, like, after the rush hours, which sleep-wise isn't great, but... Yeah. yeah. It makes so it fastest. easier for everybody. I'm going yeah. to New York next weekend, and I'm, like, already dreading the, like, Friday night traffic. Uh, traffic. Oh, yeah. Just oh. leave late. It's not yeah. worth it. Mm. It's so much better to just leave super late. We'll yeah. see. I'm, I'm gonna spectate the half. Seven. Should take the oh, cool. take the uh, pod mobile. We're gonna do some oh, mobile nice. episodes oh, and awesome. that before. So if you know anyone who's in New York and wants to come on a ridiculous podcast, let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll think about um, some people. Speaking yeah. of, we have a game this week. Uh, love it or leave it, um, which has sometimes I've been called fuck that, as in like. You, so you pick whether you love it or leave it, or the other more crass way to say it is like whether you want to fuck that or like fuck that. 
And like okay. leaving it, leaving it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like it, but like sometimes it can be like, I just don't care. Like That's it's not okay. like for some of these, like so the example, like avocado, love it or leave it. It's not that you hate avocado, but if you just like don't get excited to avocado, it's like, <laughs> leave it. Is this like a speed round? Um, it can be speed round. There can be just, I feel like discussions pop up, you know, can't fight that, but you know, we can just sort of go around, we'll go around the circle and say, um, long runs, love it or leave it, Molly. Leave it. Leave that shit. I do not like long runs. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. I Jolly. like them when I'm in shape. Uh, in shape. Love it. In, in shape, love it. Out of shape, leave it. Yeah. Sarah? I'm a fan. You ready? Yeah. You're ready. <laughs> That's fine. You guys can you go say right. You say you're not a marathoner, but everything about this training seems like it's going to happen sooner or later. Uh, you can uh, with me. There you go. Little, some apparel questions. Bun huggers, love to leave it. Um, indifferent. I suppose if you put bun huggers on, like you better be ready to run fast. <laughs> like you can't yeah. put bun huggers on and like race like shit. Yeah. So shorts. Otherwise, do you? Yeah, like I. Do you I mix guess, it up? Is there like a system or? I feel like, right now, I'm like shorts territory, but maybe like a few solid months of training, I might play around with. Wearing butt huggers in a race. Yeah. Well, no, that's when Molly's fit and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. The huggers. Catch me in butt huggers. Yeah. Jelly. Oh, um, I like them for the steeplechase, definitely. Um, that just, range of motion. Yeah, just gotta be able to move around. And actually, I wore them in cross country too in college. But now I feel like, um, I don't know. Maybe if Traxler comes out with some butt huggers, I'll wear them. Gotta get in. You're full plugs this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When we get your burrito sponsorship, you yeah. <laughs> huggers, love it or leave it. Definitely leave it for me. Uh, I've always felt more comfortable in shorts. I've only worn Bunhuggers one time, and I think that'll be the last time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah you always did spandex yeah, shorts. Yeah, I like the like tight shorts, not yeah. Yeah. Ones. No, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, all about comfort for me. So all right, singlets versus sports bras. As prof like as professionals now or, or post grads, I feel like everyone rocks a sports bra and then yeah, you know. or like the longer yeah, or the crop top, bra. whatever you want. Yeah, I guess same stance as the bun huggers. It's like yeah, you wear it if you're like really ready to go, or if it's really hot out. <laughs> yeah, I I think the same thing. Um, Sarah, uh, for racing, I, yeah, I like the like, that crop top. The crop, type thing. the yeah. medium. Yeah. yeah, and if it's a Tuesday for Crop Top Tuesday, yeah, right, right, of course. Just I did. Well. I did get a one dollar shirt from H and M yesterday oh. that I was. That's like way too large, and I was like, "This is a future crop top. This yeah. is the, the investment." You saw the potential. All right, I know Molly's answer to this already, but beards on guys, not for your own. Uh, <laughs> you know my answer. I, I'm, I think we've had this conversation guy. before. It's a. I mean, it depends on the face. Yeah. The face. Yeah. Yeah. It can. I mean, some faces can support a beard. Some some faces look better with beards, and I don't know. If you're not that good looking, maybe you get a beard and you become good looking. Yeah, I think a beard could definitely change your face. Um, yeah, and if for the better or for the worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's not always an improvement. Depends on the season. Yeah, winter. There's winter a lot of factors that. See, I'm universally leave it. Oh you know? really? I'm the same way. Yes. Yeah, Sarah gets it. She okay. understands. Long hair, long hair, oh, guys. Mm. No, not really. I'll stick with short. Yeah. I would say the same thing with beards. If you can pull it off, 
you can pull it off well. Yeah. But like, but if as you can't a, pull it off, but it can go real bad. Yeah. It can, <laughs> it can go but really bad. But like, also as bad. an adult, like, cut your hair. <laughs> right? Like, you need a real job. I don't know. Like, haircut. Get a haircut. Pull up, pull up your pants. Yeah. Tuck <laughs> that shirt in. Get a haircut. Uh, are you adherents to French Braid Friday? The, uh, what, uh, is that the Colleen oh. Quigley thing? <laughs> Honestly, French braids. Know how to French braid my hair, so. Yeah. yeah. You teach yeah. me how to cook. I'll teach you how to French braid. <laughs> that sounds like a great deal. <laughs> yeah. Exchange of skills, Molly. What are you bringing? To <laughs> I'm just gonna braid my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> Molly will take pictures of what we do. Yeah. Teach. She can teach us all how to get content. Um. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I suppose I I haven't participated in French braid Friday, but I wouldn't be against. I wouldn't be against well, it. Yeah. It's Friday, so we can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the listeners can't hear, but my hair's in a French braid right now. <laughs> and it looks great. Do we have? We can divert from the game a little bit, but do we have a? Uh, we did. We actually did love it. Or one of the things on here, I swear to God, is snow. Oh. We did love it or leave it for snow earlier. And yeah. I think Molly's the only love. It sounds like. No, I love it. Love it. Yeah. Can't Sarah? say I really yeah. love it, but. Indifferent. <laughs> leave it. I. I. If I'm gonna have snow, I want like full snow. Right. I don't yeah. like the half. I will say, Rain controversial down. opinion, but skiing, leave it. I've like, no, I've never been a skier, so maybe it's just that I haven't like, gone into it. But like, yeah. I've never been. So someone. you just like don't like the mountains. I'm just never. I'm, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just hate the beautiful. <laughs> you just hate beautiful scenery. Or? I do hate beautiful. I hate nature. I I do think that that's I do think that that's a thing though. Is that because some people are like beach leave it people. What? Like they're like not super fans of the beach, and I'm a big beach person. I think there's two kinds of people, typically. It's like there's mountain oh. people and ocean people. I like both. I think that's why I like Boston, because you have not too far to away go. from either. Yeah. yeah. But I learned how to snowboard last year, and although I haven't gone this year, I really like snowboarding. So I'm, like, not a skier. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah. do either, but I feel like being in Boston <clears throat> in the winters, everyone, every weekend, just goes up to Vermont or New Hampshire. Yeah. It's nice to have the option. About that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and you're like, I have a long run, I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll also probably fall because I have no idea how to do it. But. Yeah, I've done cross-country skiing like before, skiing. which is like a good cross-training. It's a good workout. Training. If you've yeah. never been cross-country skiing, like that's, yeah. that'll get you sweaty in like yeah. 10 degree it's weather. Like, it's like running. But I mean, I grew up in a hockey family, so I grew up skating instead of uh, snowboarding or skiing. Never, never tried any of those downhill things. <laughs> <laughs> a little scary. Yeah. But. Talk about a winter activity that I am terrified of is skating for some reason. Oh, like, really? Oh, really? Yeah. The idea of a skate just going over my face. Oh, oh no! Oh, God! I don't know why. Well, didn't Waylon break his knee? Yes. Oh, skating. Yeah. I have never been, my sister learned how to ice skate. I never, like, really learned. So I sort of, like, I can ice skate, but it's not, yeah. like, elegant or pretty at yeah. all. When I was oh. younger, I wanted to be a speed skater. Oh my god. I had actually... <laughs> Terrifying. I went on a first date one time that ended up being very embarrassing for me. This is in high school. Um, I was dating girls at the time, you know, <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> and we went, we're, we're like, oh, we should, like, I was like trying to think of like a fun thing to do. And I was like, oh, we should go skating on Frog Pond in the Common. And um, 
what was not disclosed to me prior to the date was she had been like a youth speed skater, which I like, didn't even know was a thing. So she's like, I'm like wobbling around and she's like skating circles around oh me. Just like, oh, why are you so bad at this? I don't understand. That's awesome. <laughs> it was very Maybe you can connect me with her and I can pursue my dream. <laughs> Your shout out. She listens to the pod, Andrea Kecklack. She uh, texted me the other day and was like, I listened to your pod, it was good, so. Cool. Although she's moving to Portland. Reach so out to, to me Oregon. before you move. <laughs> she wrote a great piece, so while we're plugging things, she wrote a piece for a city as mad yesterday for International Women's Day. Okay. It was like all the bullshit women have had to deal with in athletics, um, which was a, it was a good timeline, but I also think you could like be like, all the bullshit women have had to deal with in athletics in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a lot, and uh, all of it is garbage. Um, but <laughs> we continue. We go on. Um, all right, let's uh, finish it off with the, the big three questions. Same questions every week. Um, hopefully doesn't come as too much of a surprise, since they're, they're always the same. But um, the first is your Instagram crush. Doesn't have to be a person. Um, can just be like, uh, you know, something you're into. A hashtag doesn't even have to be an account, but... Molly, what's your Instagram crush this week? Um, I follow this account called We Wore What. Um, it's this woman, Danielle Berg something, I forget her last name, but she's like a, a fashion blogger, and she does like so many stories, and usually I'll like just swipe through the stories if they're, if I don't care, but I will watch like 10 minutes of her changing her outfits and stuff. Like she has like the wildest, coolest outfits, and is changes like three times a day. <laughs> and so I'll watch, I'll keep up with that. That's genuinely Molly's Instagram crush because she even texted me and told me I had to follow it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, a, lot of the, a lot of the things that I buy, yeah. a lot of things I buy, I'm like, oh, would we wear what by this? <laughs> <laughs> that leopard jacket that I bought? She's an influencer. She's an influ yeah. She's influenced go. me greatly. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out. <laughs> Jelly, do you have a good um, crush? I guess, like, the only one I can think of, I follow a lot of dogs, and I even follow, like, the dog hashtags, so that <laughs> accounts I don't follow will still pop up. And I really, really like um, Samson, the golden doodle. Aww. He's I so, heard of that one. so cute. Um, but I'm... Where does he live? I don't know, actually. I'm not a stalker. I just Clearly you need to get more deeper in that <laughs> hashtag, yeah. yeah. But I think I found him from a hashtag. Like, I followed, like, Golden Doodle hashtag, and he popped up. And I was That's like, always fun. Oh, I'm going to follow this account. <laughs> There's not a uh, hashtag for, like, cute professional runner boys. <laughs> Otherwise, I would follow that. <laughs> you could start it. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Seems to be a need for that. Yeah. There's no need. There's I just follow the cute professional runner boys and they're, they're right there. It's custom feet. <laughs> uh, Sarah, you got an Instagram crush? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Well, I'm like I said, I'm pretty into cooking and, and baking and such. So um, I met this um, Bon Appetit magazine. I think it's food editor. I'm actually not sure. So I feel like. Um, that Instagram uh, account is one of my favorites. Just like the the food that they post and stuff. It's like always, I'm like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make that one. <laughs> there make that. Others, so. You're yeah. like gonna make that, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy that so I can <laughs> look like that girl. So, like, yeah, but it gets me every time. So I'm gonna yeah. go with that one. Nice. Do I'm you have one? Go a totally different direction. Um, in honor of NCAA's this weekend, 
My Instagram crush is Ali Ostrander. I don't know if you follow her. She's so funny. She has like, she nails the captions every time when she won. I think my favorite one is when she won NCAAs in the steeple. She posted like just like a photo of her winning and the caption was, this is for all the haters that swiped left. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. She's just like, like visually and like, she's like, you know, super intense runner. Like you think like, and she's like, super small and like from like Idaho so I feel like you have a preconceived notion in your head of like what she's yeah. gonna be like she's gonna be like really like quiet demure like classic yeah. nerdy runner girl and she's just like a baller that's and awesome. I love that's it awesome. it's the best alright go to karaoke song Bohemian Rhapsody really? yeah oh my god I love that shut song. down the bar long one yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, like, like, it's like three songs crammed into one <laughs> It's a, really it's, a ma- it's a masterpiece. That's smart. You put it in the queue and you're like, I got the floor for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I love when that comes on at the bar. <laughs> I love Jelly? Um, well, it's gonna be a couple weeks ago, you and I were dancing and singing on a makeshift stage. But I would say go-to would be um, the Pour Some Sugar on Me song. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Nice. The, the song is called Pour Some Sugar on Me. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Never sure what the name is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. We all know it. Yeah. You guys know it. Sarah? <laughs> I'm going to also have to go with some Queen. Uh, don't stop me now. But I... Uh, I want to see that. That's I, cool. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm not really uh, into karaoke, but if I had to, I'd probably do that. Nice. Some That's why you have the go-to. Is like you got to be prepared. If you're not yeah. a karaoke expert, you need yeah. to be ready at any time. I think it's like one that you know the yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I think also a really good one, just anywhere you are, is to do. I love this bar because everybody in the bar gets into it and mm. like oh. crowd favorite. Yeah, it's a it's a crowd favorite. That's a safe. If you're not confident in your own karaoke skills, you pick yeah. the song that like everyone's Everyone. gonna sing. Yeah. So like you're the. Spotlight is taken away from you. Yeah. Um, I so this isn't necessarily like a go-to, but I've been singing a lot this week. Prime time. It's Miguel and Janelle Monet. It's like a slam jam more than anything else. But like, if I was ever at the bar and I wanted to like dim the lights and like really <laughs> charm everybody, that's a good really charming. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'd like you snap your fingers and like a fire starts. And yeah. Like wine. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, death row meal. You're going to the going to the chair, and today's the day. Um, tried and true craft mac and cheese. <laughs> Simple. I love I think it. Of mac and cheese. If I see mac and cheese, I think of Molly. That's just I, yeah. It's I, on I brand. Forget, it's part of your brand now. I forget <laughs> who I was talking to, but we were talking about a mac and cheese um, kit. Like if I could get uh, a sponsorship by a mac and cheese, it could just be like. A blue kit with a big yellow noodle on yeah. it. You hear that, crop? It'd be, it'd be yeah. pretty crap. Yeah. Crop marketing division is listening. <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll pick you up. Yeah, just <laughs> cheese it. Um, <clears throat> I think probably pizza is my favorite. Maybe um, Sarah's homemade pizza. Sarah's homemade yeah. pizza. <laughs> Death row. Awesome. Sarah's homemade pizza. Sarah, I'm, I'm calling getting you up. You get one call from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make me a pizza. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go with... Uh, a perfectly cooked steak is my... Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a good one. My mom's homemade apple pie um. is, like, that That always... I've made it myself, like, same recipe, and it's always, like, not... It doesn't have the mom's special ingredients uh, yeah. in it yeah, that, like, really push gotcha. it over the edge. Yeah. The love. Yeah, yeah, so just an entire <laughs> pie. Like, the, I'm not sharing it with anyone. Right. It's just my apple pie. Of course. <laughs> that's how I'm going to finish this off. 
Well, thank you guys so much for being here, for putting up with some delays and technical difficulties. Um, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Go Orange. Go Hughes. Go Go Um, Thanks to Tracksmith for having us. Thanks for for Taylor, who could not be here, but still sent pastries in her absence, which is uh, really coming through in the clutch. Uh, We'll be here next week, probably. We'll be recording some on the road, it sounds like. And in the meantime, I've been David Melling, and this is Run Your Mouth.